final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU basketball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Oh, man, what a game. Unfortunately, BYU comes up one point short. Gonzaga defeats the Cougars tonight, 75-74. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. It is presented by Big O Tires. The Cougars fall short, 75-71. BYU had a 10-point lead with five minutes remaining. And then Gonzaga does what Gonzaga does. They just find a way. It's frustrating that they do, but uh, they came in here. They hit a, the, the biggest shot of the game, obviously, Strother's three, which would turn out to, at the time, was the go-ahead three, turn out to be the game-winning three. Look, I don't hate that shot. I thought it was a bad shot to take. Plus, he was one of six at the time from three. He just made a big, big shot. And, unfortunately, BYU just couldn't get something on the other end. Cougars fall. Now you move on to Pepperdine coming up on Saturday night. Let's update you on other action in the state of Utah. We will start with the one game still going on. Number seven, UCLA leading Utah by 11 in the first half. They're nearing halftime. The Bruins with an 11-point advantage at 31-20. to 20. Everything else within the state is a final. Weber State gets the road win at Montana, 59 59- to 57. Utah Tech loses at home. Stephen F. Austin heads into St. George and gets the 85 to 72 victory. Southern Utah wins at home over Sam Houston, 86 to 74. West Coast Conference games still in action. 3:45 to go in the second half from San Diego. The Toreros leading Pepperdine, 82 to 76. Pepperdine on the verge of going 0-4 in conference play. San Francisco at Portland. Pilots leading by 6, 38-32 with three minutes to go in the first half. And a final in Moraga. St. Mary's improves to 4-0 now just like Gonzaga. 4-0 in the WCC. They hand the Loyal Marymount Lions a 76-62 loss. Top 25 games, only one other one going on. Number nine, Arizona on the road at Oregon State. And the Wildcats up big, 39-18 in Corvallis over the Beavers with two and a half minutes to go in the first half. Coming up next, we'll check in on BYU women's basketball. They were looking to continue their winning streak. It was at four. Did it reach five at LMU? Well, if you paid attention at halftime, you probably have a good idea how that one turned out. We'll update you there when we come back. Cougars fall to the Zags, the eighth-ranked team in the country, 75-74. Back with more Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires, next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU, oh, so close for the upset. It looked like it was going to happen. But Gonzaga, after BYU led by 10 with five minutes to go, the Zags outscored BYU 17-6. to 
to uh, end the game, and they win by one, 75-74. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires. Uh, let, let's look at what Gonzaga has done the last three games. All wins. All three games, they were trailing and trailing late. They win by two at San Francisco. They win by five at Santa Clara, and they win by one at BYU. Now, obviously, it doesn't matter if you win by one or 50. A win is a win. But we're showing you that in all three games they trailed, and in all three games they found a way to win. And that's what the Zags did tonight. Unfortunately, uh, BYU comes up one point short. All right, BYU women's basketball on the road at LMU. This was all Cougars, and it was all Cougars from the tip. After one quarter, BYU led at LMU by 20. It was 22-2. to The only quarter in which BYU was not um, the leading scorer between the two teams was the fourth. They got outscored 21-8 to to make it look somewhat respectable, but BYU gets the win going away 63-46. Lauren Gustin, another double-double, 11 points, 24 rebounds. 24 rebounds ties her career high. She did that in her last game at home. Uh, so uh, another double-double for Lauren Gustin, and BYU has now won five games in a row. Nice winning streak for the BYU Cougars. All right, to the NBA, still in action, Cleveland at Portland. It is 89-85, Trailblazers with the lead. They are nearing the end of the third quarter, Still, so still a quarter to go at the Moda Center. In Los Angeles, the Lakers and Mavericks all tied up at 86 apiece, eight minutes to go in the fourth. Finals from tonight. How about this one? The Thunder winning in Philadelphia over the 76ers, 133-114. to And the Sixers will be in town Saturday night to take on the Utah Jazz. The Celtics get the road win in Brooklyn, 109-98. Remember, no Kevin Durant uh, for the next couple of weeks for Brooklyn. The Heat win at home over the Bucks, 108-102. And Toronto gets the win over the Charlotte Hornets, 124-114. All right, that's going to do it. After the break, back over to the Marriott Center for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg Rubel and Mark Durant. Your final, number 8 Gonzaga defeats BYU 75-74. More Cougar Post Game Live next from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, one of the best defensive rebounding teams in the country. BYU was victimized on that end of the floor tonight. Offensive rebounds decisive. 17 to 7 in Gonzaga's favor and 16 to 9 in second chance points. So a seven point disparity there in a game you lose by one. A lot of places to look, and as much good as BYU did shooting the ball from deep tonight, and it was tremendous. Uh, the rebounds, which have been a strong suit for BYU. Um, well, the Cougs uh, were, were on the receiving end of that stat tonight, Mark. Oh, man. I. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get through this, my friend. I, I just feel gutted. And, yeah, I mean, that obviously was a big part of it. And it's a shame because, man, BYU played some great defense in that second half in particular, but did give Gonzaga multiple opportunities. And then down the stretch, a couple defensive mistakes, leaving shooters open. You, you know, Gonzaga is just not going to miss if you leave them open and, and had too many opportunities late, which got them a chance to win this game. And credit Gonzaga, they – they hit the shots that they had to hit and won this game. And I-
We'll call that our new skin data discovery tonight. The offensive rebound, second chance numbers there. New skin, your innovative beauty and wellness company that helps you look, feel, and live better. Uh, where do you like to look for our Waystar star of the game tonight, Mark? It's brought to you by Waystar, simplifying healthcare payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. Uh, so much credit to share on this night. So many big shots made by so many people, including our guest who we'll introduce to you here in a moment. Mark, what do you think for a star of the game Can tonight? We just give it to three guys. I mean, the Spencer with 18 and Gideon with 17 and uh, Jackson with 17. Just yeah. hit, hit all the big shots, man. I, I, let's give it to all three of those guys. They combined for 12 three-pointers, uh, 12 for 19 from deep on the night. Those were our Waystar stars of the game. One of them, Gideon George, sits alongside for just a minute or two with us. Gideon, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know it's tough. Uh, tough loss for the guys tonight. And I'm sure, I don't know, you kind of felt like you had it all the way down the stretch until you didn't at the very, very end. What's this one like to, to process? How is it with uh, with you and, and the boys? Uh, appreciate you guys for having me here. And uh, it's a tough one, you know, and it's going to hold tonight. And me especially, I, I don't know if I can go to bed tonight because of this loss and it really hurt and and on the flip side we gotta come out and get better tomorrow because we got a game on saturday so i'm super proud of the uh all the guys both the ones on the bench both the ones that played for like bringing energy and fighting tonight and i'm super proud of everybody for bringing in 100 percent tonight and you should be i know it's hard the way that game ended gideon but i was so impressed with this team how you came out to play aggressive knocking down the threes, aggressive on defense. Is it even possible to kind of look at the positives? I mean, you took a number eight team and, and you had them on the ropes and looked like you're going to win this game. That, that's, that's at least some positive to take away from this heartache, right? Yeah, it is. You know, it worked both ways, though, you know. And we could have done some things better tonight. And on the flip side, we did so much better tonight. And I think... A lot of guys, we have fighters on this team uh, dudes that doesn't quit. So, uh, And I'm proud of the guys for like putting effort all throughout tonight. Where do you think this game was lost for BYU? Why did it get away at the end, do you think, Gideon? Mm. Just a combination of things. Uh, I think um, coming into the game, we talked about, like, rebounding. I don't think we did well in that aspect, you know. And transition defense, the first half we gave up 12 points. I don't know how, uh, how many points we gave up the second half, though. So I have to go check that. And I think we didn't do what the coaches told us to do well, like stopping them from transition and rebounding the ball. I think we fall short in that area. Gonzaga, though, you have to give that team credit. They they always battle. They always fight. They've they've come back to win their last three games after being down double digits on the road. That's a tough team you, you played tonight. Yeah, they got a great coaching staff. Mark Fuse over there. They got a senior guy leading them, Drew Timmy. And, um, you know, he's a veteran guy. He's been around the block. And... Um, I'll say they really, they really have a good team, and they stay poised throughout. They know how to like um, win game because they're a veteran team. So um, I just, I wish we have something like that uh, on our team. We could have been, it could have been another story though. But anyway, we're getting better though. We're gonna come out tomorrow and get better. That's just the mindset we have to have right now. Now, one of the things, Gideon, I'm impressed with your team is bouncing back from adversity. Obviously, this is tough, but 
got a lot of season left to play. How do you think this team will will get better from this game today? Um, we as a group, we understand what's at stake, though. You know, like I said tonight, many of the guys it's going to be hard for us to like fall asleep tonight. But we're gonna come in tomorrow with the mindset of getting better because it's a 48 hours turnaround, and we got Pepperdine at home, so it's going to be way harder than this game. So we gotta come out with the right mindset to get better tomorrow. Gideon, always a pleasure to talk to you. I know it was a tough one tonight uh, to have to, to, to rehash for a few minutes, but uh, always great of you to sit with us and talk. And uh, thank you again. I hope you do get some sleep tonight, and we'll see you back here on the weekend. I appreciate you guys for having me here. Thank you guys so much. That's Thanks. Gideon George. And this is the Big O Tires Cougar Postgame, Coaches, uh, Cougar Postgame Show. The Postgame Coaches Show is coming up next. Mark Pope, and we'll hear from Mark Few as well as we continue on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. I'm a professional mom, and I mean business. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back courtside. It is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Head coach Mark Pope still to come. Uh, Mark Few, head coach of the Gonzaga Bulldogs, spoke to the press a short time ago. And our interns, uh, Caleb Hatch and Shiloh Johnson, got in on the action. Uh, coach, Pope, uh, coach Few talked about... Uh, the rebounding battle and how big it was to bounce back from what they saw as a deficit on the boards last week. Let's uh, get some of what uh, Coach Mark Few said in a very noisy and raucous locker room area post game. Well, we got our rear ends kicked on the glass last weekend. So we spent a good portion of this week on that, addressing that. So evidently, that was one thing that we took to heart because the, the, the BYU is an excellent rebounding team. So. Julian hadn't had the greatest night, but he... No, he, he and Nolan hadn't had the greatest night. And I don't know that Hunter had either. That's what I'm proud of, too, not hanging near their heads and just stepping up and making shots. I mean, they were the right shots, and they took them at the right time and uh, shot them to make them. Anton was good. Anton was making plays, including, I think, when you go back and watch it, that little thing at the end was all Anton. He had his hands going, and he was guarded several different people there, and... And really, I mean, nine seconds is a long time, and we did a good job of bottling him up, and, and uh, that was Anton. So, yeah, he was really, really good. Thought he did a nice job on the glass. Thought he did a good job battling their pigs. What about just the front court in general? I mean, Ben came in, had 10. I think they, they combined for Anton, Timmy, and Ben combined for 47 and 26, something like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, they were good. We missed a lot of shots, and we, you know, in there that we don't normally – Miss and obviously, BYU's physicality, their intensity, and they're really climbing up into us on the perimeter. It was hard to get our little actions uh, executed on the perimeter because their guards are doing a great job pressuring us out. And I think they were doing the same inside. Uh, uh, Johnson was doing a great job dive bomb and uh, Drew every time he spin, uh, spun. So, uh, um, you know, uh, it was front court probably for most of the game, and then I thought the backcourt did a really nice job down the stretch making the shots. What was to say about the mental fortitude of your group that you've been able to pull out three straight close games down the stretch? I mean, it's it's it's, it's kind of 
ingrained in our program, man. When you're in this program, you expect to win. And hopefully they're learning how to win like all our other groups have. And so I think they, they don't ever count themselves out. And, uh, you know, certainly it's been reinforced after last weekend and now this. So I think that's good moving forward. Yeah. Obviously, we've, we've this, that's as many turnovers as we've had in several weeks here. we got to go back and clean that thing up. We were doing a really good job taking care of the ball. And we were, we were a mess tonight. So Portland's getting healthy with you guys on the yeah, schedule. It's always like that, right? I mean, everybody wants to play against the side, so yeah. But they're a scrappy bunch and kind of chunk up the game and do a lot of things. And uh, we just got to come out and you know come back down from this one and, and get ready to play. I would guess so. Just sit there and let us shoot as many threes as we want like they did last year. We do all kinds of stuff. You're going to miss this environment. I know you, you guys are going to probably play again in the future at some point. Yeah, I, I, this has been this has been so great for our program. And it's been, I don't think we make Final Fours without BYU coming in our league. I just don't. I mean, they've challenged us. They, this, this is as good a game day environment, much like ours is, much like Kansas's is, and the big-time places are. It's been a, it's been a treat to come in here and, and battle, and, and there's been a lot of games similar to this, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to miss them big time, but I mean, we do so out of great respect and and, um, and just tip our caps. Uh, we wouldn't have made those national championship game runs without them, I don't think. All right, there it is, uh, Mark Few, head coach of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Interesting comments there, Mark. Uh, from Coach Few as he says he doesn't think the Zags would have made Final Fours without BYU coming into the West Coast Conference. The games like this you know, help Gonzaga become the team they are? Well, it, you know, this environment is difficult to get used to, and playing here uh, I think helps them against, you know, BYU's a solid team that they really have to work hard to beat in this environment. It can replicate those types of situations, uh, you know, later for them in the NCAA tournament. That's a nice compliment. You know, Coach Few is, is amazing, and he's always very complimentary about BYU, and I think there's a real respect there between these programs, and I think he recognizes that uh, they kind of snuck one away uh, tonight, and, you know, that's that's what good teams do. Good teams find a way to make the plays at the end, and you just have to almost sit back in, in, in admiration of Gonzaga as hard as that is as a BYU fan. I mean, it's just really impressive what they're able to do late in the game and they, the way they find ways to win games, and I think that starts with Mark Few. I think he expects that. He, he brings in the right players that can do that, and it's not by accident that it happens so often for Gonzaga. Thanks again to our interns, Caleb Hatch and Shiler Johnson, for getting those post-game comments from Coach Few a short time ago. Time for our Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game, brought to you by Economics Partners. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise that one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. And even though it didn't result in a win for BYU tonight, the three-point shooting was outstanding for BYU all night long. So many big threes made. The Cougs went 13 for 25 for 52% from deep. Gonzaga made just 6 of 18, but 4 of those 6 came in the closing moments of the game when they were trying to come back from a 10-point late deficit, and that they did. So BYU's now lost two games marked this season when leading with five minutes to go, and both were heartbreakers in, in different ways at San Diego State and home to Gonzaga, two ranked programs that BYU had on the ropes that could not close out. And it was you know, curious 
BYU had done such a good job taking away the three until those last five minutes, and each of those shots were relatively open uh, looks for Gonzaga, and they knocked them down. It's just odd that, you know, when a, when a team is trying to get back in the game down double digits late, that's how they usually do it is, is shooting the three. So you, your approach should be outside in. Let's take away the three no matter what. And if they get a two, that's fine because, you know, they're just not going to have enough time to get back. But be, allowing, you know, four threes in that period of time, you know, that, that's going to get a team back into it and credit Gonzaga for doing it. But it was just disappointing that BYU had done such a good job defending the three-point line kind of forgot those principles in the last five minutes streak check for the zags they've now beaten byu three in a row in provo six in a row overall they've won 10 straight on the season 35 in a row in the month of january 39 on the road against unranked teams and 92 consecutive games against unranked teams and all those streaks could have come to an end tonight had just a couple of things gone differently in the closing seconds of this game Really, Mark, one clean inbounds when yeah. when Gonzaga stole it and turned it into a three-pointer might have been the whole ball game in the closing minutes. You're up four under a minute. You just have to get it inbounds, and Gonzaga at that point had to foul because they weren't in the bonus. So, uh, you know, you're likely going to have a couple fouls, and you go to the free-throw line with, I don't know, 40, 45 seconds is my memory would serve me because you'd have to use up time for the fouls. And so you'd be at the free-throw line shooting a one-on-one up four with – you know, just a possession or two that Gonzaga would have, and it would just be at that point about making free throws, and you win the game. But as it was, you know, BYU put themselves with their back against the wall, and, and Gonzaga made the plays. We'll come back and hear from head coach Mark Pope as we continue on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Gonzaga 75 and BYU 74, the final score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It was a game in which BYU trailed by 10 and then led by 10. And Gonzaga came back from down 10 to win it by 1. 75-74 is the final score. BYU getting outstanding performances from a number of players. The primary three, Spencer Johnson, 18 with six rebounds. Gideon George, 17 with six rebounds. Jackson Robinson, 17 with two rebounds. Jackson Robinson's 17 points tie a career high. Spencer Johnson's 18 points tie a career high. Jackson Robinson's five threes tie a career high. Robinson, five. George, four. And Johnson, three. Combined to make 12 of BYU's 13 threes on the night. And, Mark, for a long time it looked like three-point shooting was going to be the reason BYU ends all those streaks we just covered for Gonzaga. Instead, in the end, it's uh, it's a fateful turnover. It's a free throw miss. And it's just enough room for Gonzaga to get the win. And uh, Julian Strother with a game-winning three-pointer just under 10 seconds to play on a night when Gonzaga struggled mightily to make the three, even get looks from three. They hit them when it mattered most. And they defeat BYU by one. Rounding out your scoring box score for BYU. Seven for Hall, seven for Foose, seven and nine for Traore on this night. Six for Williams, two for Atiki, putting you at 74. Gonzaga gets 19 from Timmy, 18 from Watson, 11 from Strother, 10 from Greg. Ben Greg was a real 
uh, spark yeah. for uh, the, the Zags. First half and second half, when he came in, he immediately finds offensive rebounds and stickbacks, and Greg goes for 10-6 and six on this night. Other scores for the Zags, five for Salas, five for Smith, three for Hickman, and the three comes on the only shot he makes all night, and it comes with a minute to play after the BYU turnover and and was one of the biggest shots of the night for Gonzaga. His one make of the evening was Nolan Hickman's three. So Hickman with three, uh, Bolton for two, Reed for two. So uh, Hickman and Bolton, who averaged nine and 11 respectively, were held to three and two on this night, but just enough at the right time for the Zags, who improved to 15 and three on the year, four and 0 in league, and BYU falls to 13 and seven, three and two in the West Coast Conference. And you just want to be in the mix in a league, and, and Gonzaga makes it so hard as they run away from Hyde, run away and hide from most teams most years. But this is where you get one back, and you get yourself kind of in the mix, and they were just seconds away from uh, finishing it out that way. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to get any traction with Gonzaga. I mean, this was a great opportunity to do that. You win at home. You're, you're right in that race, and uh, and it just slips away. It seems like uh, deja vu all over again, but there we, here we are. <laughs> And here we are with BYU head coach Mark Pope on the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. Coach Pope, uh, we, we run the, <laughs> the wave of emotions on this night. Uh, yeah. So much to be proud of. So much to be proud of of this team. You just wish you were celebrating right now instead of uh, ruining what might have been. It was a, a tough one for it to end, the way, the way it did end. Yep. Um, you know, Really proud of our guys. Uh, the guys are fighting and they're competing and they're battling. They're really trying and they're committed to trying to get better. And, um, and you know, it's a painful process. There's no doubt. And it's a messy process. And, and um, so we're in it. And, uh, you know, it just is. It is. It is what it is, right? We, we just got to keep trying to get better. And, and, um, and we will. We'll keep getting better. You're down 10 points in the first half. You're down at halftime. You rally and take a lead, and and it appeared, Coach, that you were going to have to have enough to close it out. But as we've seen Gonzaga do in each of their last three league wins now, down double digits on the road, they find a way. Yeah, and, they, you know, listen, they made huge shots down the stretch. You know, the Salas three in the corner was just a gut buster. You know, he's, he's shooting really, really poorly from the field. And, uh, you know, we went to dig, which is actually a, d- a decision that I don't hate. Yeah, it's, a, it's a live play decision. And he bangs after the corner. And then, of course, Strother makes a huge one late. And we had some transition issues late. And, you know, of course, we turn the ball over. We miss free throws. And we make a really aggressive play with, you know, with – with 40 seconds left and kind of a bunch of a ton of clock to milk and you know it's 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 harder to, to fault guys for for making plays it just that, that those plays just didn't work out for us tonight and and um you know so so you know it, it was a it was a it was a great game it was it was two teams that were were really competing uh you know we we, we have some clear areas that were incredibly frustrating tonight uh the glass we just got we haven't been destroyed on the glass like that all season long and that was super discouraging um uh, the guys, we had great thrust in transition. Our transition offense was as good as it's been, especially in the second half of the guys making simple plays for each other and really trying to get some pace. Um, and it just didn't balance out in our favor just just, just by a point. Coach, uh, it's hard to really appreciate the positives in a heartbreaker like that, but you were up, you know, double digits uh, against the eighth-ranked team in the country, really good team. What got you there? What 
what were the guys doing right to get you in a, a position to win this game? Well, it was it was a tale of two uh, two setups for us. There were times when we were not playing off two feet and we were being sticky and we were stuck on one side and it just ended up in disaster. Hence, you know, we we end up with the sixteen turnover uh, the, the 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 seventeen turnovers, and then there were times where we just were really relentless about making a simple play and making a pop rule play. Uh, you know, and, and and taking the first open option, and and really thinking about power plays and making plays for our teammates, and and in those moments we we were really spectacular. The guys made shots today. Jacks made some really tough shots. The team earned spent some great shots with our thrust, um, and so you know we just uh, just couldn't quite close it out. What did you uh, what did you have drawn up in the closing ten seconds? Yeah, we were trying to go goal game. I was hoping to get the ball in Dallas' hands, and and uh, you know we just we just. Yeah, we're just trying to learn this this concept of, you know, it's just um, you just want so badly to run to space, and we we need to run to bodies, and it just is, it just is, the, it just is the learning process is is complicated, and and the guys are carrying so much baggage of the game, and so things start to there's so much slippage, but uh, we end up getting the ball on the left side, which actually worked out fine in the sense of we're, we're going to a go game. Uh, where Spence was going to be able to make a decision. He made adjustment and crossed the floor and got a good catch and faked the handoff and came middle, and, and Watson just made a great play. He's a terrific veteran, veteran defensive player, and he made a really aggressive switch and got a hand on the ball, and then it was kind of, you know, at that point, no timeouts left. Uh, Spence stumbling around, and we were just stuck. So it was, a, it was a terrific defensive play on their part, and it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a you know, it was a smart decision by Spence. Um, you know, turn it down and get to his right hand, you know, and it just it just didn't go for us. We'll take a break and come back with a closing comment or two from Coach Mark Pope as we continue and conclude on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Gonzaga comes back to win it by one, 75-74. That's our final score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Wrapping up our BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show with BYU head coach Mark Pope. Number eight, Gonzaga comes in to the Marriott Center and defeats the Cougars by a score of 75-74. to Zags go to 4-0 in league. BYU drops to 3-2 in the WCC. And the Cougars will next take on uh, Pepperdine. On uh, Saturday, Pepperdine played a high-scoring game at San Diego tonight. San Diego, Mark, scored 48 in the game against you on the weekend. They scored 49 in the first half tonight. <laughs> Defeated Pepperdine 92-89, to so the Waves coming in off a tight loss uh, themselves here on the weekend. Yeah, um, two, two really explosive offensive teams. I, I think this Pepperdine team is, is probably the most talented toe-to-toe, you know, position-by-position position offensive team in our league. They're young, but they're super explosive, and, and uh, it's going to be a massive challenge for us on Saturday. And so we look forward to it, and it's going to be another opportunity for us to keep growing and getting better. You kept the Zags uh, 11 points below their their per-game scoring average, and, and they've been playing a lot of games in the 80s, and this was in the 60s for until the very stretch of this game. Are you happy, at least for the most part, with how you guys executed the, the, the defensive game plan? This is the best shooting team in the country, and they were held to 40, under 45% from the field tonight. I thought we did a nice job of, of not getting into a ton of rotation. You know, their seals, uh, you know, they're playing two bigs, and their seals are so physical. They, You know, in the first half, they just torched us at the rim, and we just we just couldn't. You know, we, we had a tough time figuring that out. We got lost in transition a couple of times. But, but you know, we, we also have some guys that, that can be spectacular on the defensive end. I thought Spencer, for the most part tonight, was really spectacular on the defensive end. 
I thought Jax had a huge impact. I thought, gee, um, you know, there were some really challenging spaces for him, but he came up with some some deflections that were really important to us. I thought uh, Foose did a really nice job about trying to stand in there and hold his ground and catch the next move with Timmy. And, you know, that's an issue that um, nobody has been able to, to, to find an answer to. But I thought Foose was as, as, was as good as we possibly could have hoped for um, in terms of his ability to do that and kind of handle it with his chest, which nobody can do. And um, so I thought we had a bunch of, of really positive defensive efforts and, and, and still a massive uh, space for growth also. Coach, I mean, I've been around a long time, and that was that was a, one of the toughest losses I think uh, I've ever experienced on watching games on this floor. So the question is, I mean, uh, your assessment of this team, how do you think they'll respond to that? And uh, w- w- just knowing these guys, they bounce back all year long, what, what do you think the response will be for them? I think it'll be what it always is with these guys. I mean, these guys are hungry to get better. I mean, they, you know, this group has a, a real vision of a long game, and 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 – I think they have a sense of, of, of that we have a chance to grow over time into something that's, that's really special. And, and, um, and I also think they're feeling the pain of growing right now. And, and that is, um, it's a beautiful thing, and it's, uh, it's, it's really inspiring, and it's really painful. And, and, and that's where we are right now. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's, a, it's a massive challenge. You know, this turnaround is so fast. And, and um, so for, for this group to, 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 you know, put this they're not going to be able to put it away to put it on the back burner and and come in tomorrow uh, with a really constructive feel is is super important because you know the the we have to go into this deal Saturday with whole hearts that is our job right now we can't do anything about what happened tonight unfortunately it's in the books and we can't we can't fix it we can't save it and so it is it is full steam ahead to to try and um, measure up on Saturday and, and see if we can keep getting better and this group I expect them to do it because it's what they've done all season in a really spectacular way actually they've been really spectacular at that not that there's comfort in just playing with teams but you've you've played three ranked teams and and you've had a win and two late leads and the other two you've been right there with some of the best teams in the country does that is that at all something that this team can you know embrace lean on uh, knowing that every team you're going to play you can be with all of them and you can and, and you can be right there with all of them even the best in the country no um you know this is um th- th- this is you know that's that's uh, that doesn't really serve us well we need to kind of be in the nuts and bolts of this game about getting better and so um, you know, that, all that stuff is just like outside distraction stuff. For us right now, you know, like this is we can't live in any space of moral victories. That's not it just doesn't it doesn't fit the project that we are right now. The project that we are is coming in every day and finding really, really specific ways to get better. And um, and and then and then to shore up things that we've been really successful at where we've had some slippage. Uh, like the glass, you know, the last few days, the last few games, we've we've really struggled on our offensive glass. It's been our worst three-game stretch all season long, in terms of making some life on the offensive glass. And and you know, this is the first time we got torched on the defensive glass. And so we need to be really specific and and, and very intentional about addressing issues 
Um, and we don't want to get lost in the gray of just like stuff. We have to stay super specific, and that's how this team has gotten better so far, and that's how we'll continue to get better. All right, we'll see you back in the gym uh, tomorrow getting ready for Pepperdine. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks, Coach. All right, that's Mark Pope. And that will do it uh, for tonight's BYU men's basketball broadcast. Gonzaga 75, BYU 74 is our final score. Thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio, our control board operators, Corbin Radford and Seth Larson, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our broadcast intern, Jared Call, our engineer, Barry Squires, operations with Sean O'Neill and Clark Jackman. Thanks to Casey Stoffer on the corporate sponsorship team side, to Coach Mark Pope and Gideon George for joining us uh, post-game, to our interns here at the Marriott Center, Caleb Hatch and Shiloh Johnson, and for my color commentary colleague Mark Durant, who also expresses thanks to BYU Basketball Communications Director Tyson Jex, and we also thank uh, Gonzaga's Barrett Henderson for helping us get with Brian Michelson before the game from the Gonzaga staff. For all those folks, appreciation to all for helping our broadcast be the best it can be. My name is Greg Rubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.